Hello, SCF Youth Group. I hope you all are doing well, finding things to do and occupy your time. I'm really excited to bring this new platform to you all. Uh, we're planning to release a new podcast every Wednesday to kind of fill in for youth group. I've had a ton of fun with those of you that have joined in for our Zoom nights on Wednesday. Uh, and if you don't know about that, on Wednesday nights at 7 p.m., just like our normal youth group time, we've been uh, hanging out, playing games. We've been doing Jackbox the last couple of weeks over Zoom. Um, and we got some other ideas for different games that we're going to be doing in the upcoming weeks. To join, you just need the meeting ID and a password. You can get that from either myself or any of our other youth leaders, and you can get our contact info off of scf.tv. So for the next few weeks, I'm going to be talking about coping with change on this podcast. And there's obviously a ton of change going on in the world right now. And I feel pretty confident saying that everyone has been affected by COVID in some capacity. I'm sure that you're all getting a bit stir crazy and you have to get really creative to come up with ideas to pass the time. And I'm sure we are all ready to just kind of get back to normal. Uh, the only one I know of that's not ready to go back to normal is my dog, Teddy. He is loving having Tori and I home all the time, uh, and it's gonna be rough for him when we eventually have to go back to work. Uh, this first week, I want to talk about worry and how we can deal with worry and anxiety together. I think you all would agree with me that it's hard not to worry right now. I'm definitely an overthinker, and I'm sure some of you are as well. And the thing is, and this can be scary, we don't have control. And this can be fear-inspired statement or it can be an assuring statement. It all depends on who your trust is in. If you're trusting yourself to just pull yourself out of this and stop worrying, you're going to have a difficult time. Really, if you put your trust in humans at all, it's going to be difficult for you. If you put your trust in God, though, and understand that He is in full control at all times, it's going to be a lot easier to escape that worry. Matthew chapter 6 verses 25 through 27 says, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? This verse asks us, what does worry do for you? Are you so consumed by worry that it's difficult to see how God is in control? Does it feel like no one is in control? Worry can blind us from seeing that our God is in control, which in itself is so comforting to know. The God that created the earth, created the universe that we live in, that he knew you from the beginning of time, has promised us that he is in control of our lives, and the Bible is filled with reminders of this promise. Here's just a few of those. Psalm chapter 46 verse 1 says, God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Later in Psalm, in uh, chapter 94 verse 19, it says, When anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought me joy. In Isaiah chapter 40 verse 31, it says, But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Philippians chapter 4 verses 6 through 7 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. And these are just a few 
verses in a long list on the topic of worry and anxiety that can be found in the Bible. And I really love that last verse from Philippians where it says the peace of God transcends all understanding. Really, we do not have the capability to understand why the peace of God can protect us and how that peace works, but it's available to us in times of joy and in times of worry. So after hearing this about the Bible saying like, oh, don't worry, like God has got you, God's in control, don't worry. Should you feel ashamed if you do feel worried, knowing that the Bible tells us not to? Of course not. God gave us the gift of emotion for our benefit, and they really are a gift, and God always gives gifts that have a purpose for us. The purpose being that emotions tell us things about ourselves. If you came to youth group last year, we actually had quite a few discussions on this topic and the role that emotion plays in our daily lives. So what does worry play in our lives if the Bible tells us not to worry? Just like other emotions that are perceived as negative, worry is only negative if you respond to it negatively. If you respond to worry negatively, that means you let it fester in your head, your worry turns to anxiety, you then start to feel shame because you know that you're not supposed to feel anxious as a good Christian, you shouldn't feel worried or at all. This shame can then turn into depression and you can see where I'm going with this. If we keep responding with more negativity, it just turns into a vicious cycle, spiraling farther down into the negativity. Emotions are powerful things. But God created these emotions to help us. Instead of responding with negativity, what if we respond by bringing that emotion to God? You feel happiness? Give thanks to God. You feel anger? Express that to God and talk it through with Him. You feel fear? Speak to God and let Him comfort you. You feel worried? Bring that to God and let Him show you that He is in control of all things. I remember spending my senior year of high school full of worry. I'd always thought that my plan would be to attend college somewhere, study something in business, and hopefully I might play a sport. And that was my plan for years. And sure, it wasn't very thought out. It was a pretty vague plan. It was my plan. And that all started to change when the summer before my senior year of high school started, I was at a youth camp up in Washington with the SEF youth group. And during one of our worship nights, uh, we were just all just met with the Holy Spirit, met with God. It was an amazing night. People were getting healed like crazy. Uh, a ton of people are crying, talking to God, the whole thing. After I was done praying for somebody else in the youth group, two of the leaders came up to me and asked if they could pray with me. And I was a little bit confused because I hadn't asked for prayer yet. I was totally fine just praying for other people. But I said, sure, that sounds great, let's do it. They prayed for me and they just really spoke into my life. Like I really felt God talking to me through these two guys. They told me that God had a plan for me to work with students and young adults, that God was gonna equip me with the tools needed to do this. And I thought this was awesome. Like, God has this amazing plan for me. This is so great. And that feeling lasted for about a week until I started to worry about how this fit into my plan because my plan felt like a finished puzzle. And now I've been handing uh, an extra piece and I had to figure out where this was going to go into this puzzle and the more I thought about this the more I started to worry about um, the choices I'd made and my plans and I started to respond negatively to, this, negatively to this because I let fear creep in and that fear stressed me out and now I'm worried about my plans after high school 
I'm afraid of letting God down and his plans for me, and I'm stressed out by both of those things while trying to keep up an illusion that none of it was bothering me. Eventually, I brought it to God, and everything started to become clear. I made the decision to become an intern at SEF, and I put off going to school for a year. And that year of learning equipped me with the tools to eventually lead and work with students, and if I had just gone to God from the beginning, I believe I would have avoided a bunch of the negativity that I got from worrying. And so now fast forward five years from now, so I'm now uh, summer before my senior year of college, and that feeling of worry was starting to hit me again. I was worried, I was worried about what I was gonna do after college. And this part of the story is a lot shorter than the one before, because I'd already learned from my mistakes in high school that when I put off going to God, uh, it starts to spiral into these other emotions and I took it to God immediately this time. I prayed that he would take my worry away, that he would show me his plans. And uh, he helped guide my life. And within a month, I had figured out what job I would be working after I graduated. I knew what my role in the church would be, helping in the youth ministry. And I had plans to ask the girl I was dating to marry me all within a month. And God used my worry to turn my attention towards him. And it's so easy to feel worried when we're living in such an uncertain time as we are now. Uh, hopefully this, this message and this story, this has been an encouragement to you all that when you're worried, just talk with God. Uh, read the Bible, worship Him, uh, write in a journal, pray, talk with friends about it. Uh, speaking with God and about your worry is gonna, it's gonna help you to respond the correct way and are you gonna respond with negativity or are you gonna draw closer to God? Let's close in. God, I thank you for your peace that surpasses our understanding. We thank you for your love that pours out over us during times of uncertainty. I ask that you continue to remind us that you are always there for us, that you are ready and open to comfort us and to help us through this time in our lives. We love you, Lord, amen. Well, thank you guys for listening. Please get a hold of me or other leaders if you have any questions, thoughts, prayer requests, or you just want to talk. We miss seeing you guys every week, every week, and uh, we can't wait until we can get back together at the church. See you all next week.